What's up, everybody? We're back. Uh, it's been a few weeks. I apologize to everyone for the delay in the new episodes. A lot's been going on. Uh, I'm moving to Los Angeles. We'll get into that later. Um, today is all about my guest. Uh, we've been friends for the past eight years. Uh, we initially met in Los Angeles. She is uh, featuring on a show we have together Friday, June 28th. So if you want, go to our website to get, check out those tickets. It's my last headlining show before I move to Los Angeles. A lot of things are happening, all right? We got to keep up. It's my fault mostly because I haven't been communicating with you guys what's been going on. You know, opening for Michael Che, Mo Ammer. I'm tired, all right? A lot of things are happening. Did a show in New York, doing Caroline's. I'm tired. I'm tired of being very successful. Sometimes, you know, you need struggle. That's why I'm moving to Los Angeles because I need more struggle, you know? So anyway, my guest today, uh, she's dope. I want you guys to know who she is. Um, like I said, we've been friends for a long time. Her name is Melissa Shoshahi. What up? What's thank up? Thank you so much for having me, Martin. Oh, dude. Wow. Thank you also for letting everybody that's listening know uh, about your struggle here. Oh, my God. What yeah. a douche, right? Oh, I'm opening up for Mo. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Well, there's, you know, that stuff is, uh, it's work, too. It is work. It's so much work. It's so much work. You're going to love L.A. Why? Why would I love L.A.? You're going to love L.A. because it's just nobody's going to know who you are. <laughs> I'm going to be so mysterious. You're going to be, they're going to be like, Martin, who? Get in fucking line <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna be like i'm going back to dc fuck this and you will literally drop the mic but nobody will care yeah yeah i mean that could <laughs> that's definitely a possibility that's uh, like a less a realistic thing that could happen but no but you know what i'm i'm kidding you're you're ready you're you're ready and you're going at the right time you know a lot of people go into la all fresh like you know two months in stand up saying mm. I'm gonna kill the game right and then they don't and then they leave and then they quit stand up and then they become an accountant which are also great case scenarios yeah an accountant makes pretty good money I mean I wouldn't you know if I become an accountant for uh, for <laughs> I mean I could see my. I mean I'm not that good with numbers but I mean I, I could figure it out <laughs> he would have really low rates because he would definitely make the IRS audit you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I would uh yeah I'd work for like a Persian accounting firm because like my cousin probably ho will hook it up like feeling sorry for me yeah you know he'll have like pity on me like oh Martin why did you have to do comedy <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression of yeah. yeah but you'd still be a disgrace in the family because you're not a doctor lawyer or engineer he's a, a yeah content. no it's worse when no in my family it's different because if you're a failed comedian that brings even more shame oh <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah you either do it right or don't do it at all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's that like how sense. you don't even have fifty thousand followers on instagram what a loser they, do, do they do they even know about the following situation on instagram no but in the this is the future though oh, so the future. in the future even my dad will have fifty thousand followers because my dad is on instagram and he posts pretty actively does he really? Yeah, yeah, he's posts pretty actively. Where's I'll show you. I'll show you his account. What does he post? He posts him in front of his like Mercedes. No. He'll post pictures of him in Iran with like his new wife. His new wife? Yeah, he's got a new wife in her thirties. Yeah. Damn, that's gangster. My dad is kind of a gangster. I mean, that's in what I talk 30s. about. He's a yeah. He is a. He does not fuck around. He needs to teach me how to date. 
go to Iran. You will meet a you will meet a nice young man who uh, oh, for sure that needs his papers. Exactly, <laughs> he needs opportunities. He'll be like, I'll marry you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, I'll bless you with the, the opportunity to date me. My mom just joined Instagram. It would is she active on it? It's World of Bikini Wax, and it just shows Good all of her. her clients' hairy armpits. Good for her being active and trying to. That's because that's what she does. That's her business. She actually posted a photo of her and my dad, and she goes, uh, "They're both smiling," and she's like, "This is what happens when you wax your entire body. You're <laughs> just smiling. I'm ready for date night." Oh my god! I was so embarrassed. That's so cute, though. So your your parents are still together? They are. Aww. Yeah. That's so rare now in 2019. It takes work. When you see someone still together after that many years, you're like, oh, okay, it can happen. I I've I've yet to see any, you know. Well, I think at that age they need each other because they have so many like back issues. Right. It's not necessarily know, a relationship. It's more of like a a, a care- health caregivers. Yeah. They're each other's caregivers at this point. Like one person has high blood pressure. One person needs a ride to the doctor. You know, they need each other at this point. Not not lovingly. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. Too, yeah. 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 So parents are still together. That's awesome. Is that why you turned out so perfect and like wholesome and like, Hold on. you know, not not oh. not dysfunctional at all? No, I'm I'm very dysfunctional. Is that? Let's get into it. What how what makes you dysfunctional? Um so my parents growing up, they were they loved to party. They mm. actually um every weekend was a party in my in my house. Really? They had like 20, 30 people there. Whoa. Yeah, they they um I feel like I raised my parents. <laughs> how crazy what was like how crazy did it get at the party? Was it like oh. cuz I'm familiar with Persian parties, but I feel like people listening to this might not know what a Persian party looks like. Okay, so Persian party, there's always dancing. There's a lot o- of dancing. There's so much food. And, like, it never ends. Like, Do you think it, our generation can't keep up with those old generations, like dance parties? Right? The new generation doesn't party like they used to in the 90s, I feel like, or before yeah. that. Um, I, re- I grew up, my, my parents were, like, the party parents. They were the ones who threw the, all the part. All the parents would come to my house. And yeah. My, my, and my parents, like, till 1 a.m. dancing yeah. with all their, like, friends. I don't see that. I don't even, like, go to, like, when was the last time I went to, like, a function where all my friends were dancing and we were all, like, uh, I was, like, that's not, those days are over. Those days are so done. I don't know what shift what happened, happened yeah, but dude. they don't even care if there's, like, two-year-olds running around. They get drunk. They get just hammered. Yeah. I would run into the garage. Some, like, five people would be smoking opium, you know? Yeah, and that was, like, a Tuesday. That was a Tuesday. That's, like, not even, like, Friday. I mean... Friday's like Molly. <laughs> yeah, Molly. <laughs> Your parents mm. on Molly. Never mess with that. But God forbid if I ever did any type of drug growing up, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, what? So they partied a lot. They're so. like, yeah, what about Tuesday? What happened to yeah, Tuesday? What happened Tuesday? <laughs> so they partied a lot. And then they gambled a lot. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I, we never had vacations. Our only vacation Your parents was sound a lot of fun, actually. Like, yeah, they're I'm like, cool. I was like, dude, your parents are fucking cool. They're cool. We went to every vacation was to Vegas, and I wasn't even <laughs> 21. That's funny as shit. Like, we're going to Vegas. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. but I can't do anything in Vegas. Back then, I couldn't even stand next to a slot machine. There'd be all this security yeah. just shooing me away. They're like, you have to stand uh, 12 feet away. I'm like, okay, so this is my vacation, standing 12 feet away, watching my parents throw their money away. <laughs> 
And you know what my mom did? Sometimes when the security guard would be away, she'd be like, come stand next to me. You're good luck. I tipping you every time that I win something. So she'd be at, at blackjack or the slots. So, she so would your mom me. was into it. Your mom. It's not like your dad got her into it. Oh, your they mom. both enabled each other. Oh so, they, so she it sounds kind of romantic too, though. A yeah, little, a little, just a little just bit. Two bandits. Yeah, just like egging each other on. Like, you're the best, sweetheart. You're the best. You win all the money. Win yeah, the but then if she lose, she's like, "Go away! You're bad luck." <laughs> this that's, is an abusive that's so, relationship. That's hilarious. Yeah. You ever talk about that on stage? No, I should. Uh, and then, so she would tip me all this money. It'd be like five dollars here, five. You know, when, with the yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end of like 12 year old Melissa, 12 year old, I'm not kidding you. At the end of the Baby day, Melissa. I'd have like $120 <laughs> and guess how much my mom would have nothing negative $500. Oh she was, would she get the money back from you? Yes. She'd be like, can you, can I borrow like $20, $20 of your, <laughs> your chips? I mean, I'm very low. Do you want to eat or do you want us to eat? <laughs> you're 12 you're like i, I, I was hustling money Mama, with those tips i want you to eat yeah <laughs> like yeah so that was my that was my vacations man that's a crazy i didn't i didn't i didn't expect that to be the intro to this and uh wow. so we we grew up in seattle and so my parents had a gambling addiction and uh to cure that they actually just moved to vegas you live in Vegas? No, they just moved to Vegas. Oh my god! All the all the Indian reservation casinos in Washington banned them, so now they're in Vegas. Right now? Yes, they moved to Vegas. And they're still gambling. Well, my dad says no, but who knows? Yeah, that's true. Anybody listening that struggles with uh, gambling addiction, I feel you. I that's a legit. It. That's a that's a disease. It's a it's a sickness. Any type of well, it's an addiction. Yeah, any type of. Gambling. Gambling. Yeah, dude. I've seen people lose, like, everything over sports betting. Oh, yeah. Well, that's gambling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. I don't do it. I don't do any. They smoke. I don't smoke. They gamble. What do they smoke? Cigarettes. Oh, yeah. I just can't. Do they smoke weed? No. My mom once um, gave me edibles. She tricked me into eating edibles. What? She came home. Your mom tricked you into doing Yeah. When I lived there, when I was... Well, it wasn't cool when she did it to me, Martin. Was she laughing? She laughed so hard. She's and then like, she's you eat? <laughs> what did she say? She She's like, come here, come here. I want to, you have to eat all this candy. I was like, mom, I'm not hungry. She said, eat it all right now. You know, you know when parents force you. Mm-hmm. So I ate all this like, you know, gummy bears. And she's like, you're going to be so high right now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I never had edibles, and I went downstairs. When was this? This is when I lived in Seattle, like 2012. Oh, my God. I sat there, and it was Memorial Day weekend. I'll never forget. I sat on the chair, and, like, Rihanna music was playing. I sat on the chair. I couldn't move my entire body. My mom was dancing. She was dancing. She was on, on the edibles, too. And probably drinking vodka. I don't know. She was dancing. Dude, your parents get down. She got down. Fuck. Do they still get down like this? No. No, they, they melt it off. My mom's ankles hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so she starts dancing and she's screaming at me. She's like, you're so boring. You're the most boring daughter in the entire world. And then she fell off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I was so high I couldn't laugh. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god talk about this yeah your mom's dope she's so funny she is funny she, she sounds like a persian lucy yeah but with way more energy sure her clients and more vices probably but clients. then again lucy probably like like off off screen she was probably gambling her ass off and doing knows? yeah she lucy like was what have you seen have you watched lucy lately no it's kind of trippy to watch like now as an adult or as a performer you're watching like lucy and her husband desi arnaz yeah. on screen you're like holy fuck really these guys talented. were like they were the yeah, ogs they're, not just og yeah they ogs were. but like pioneer like they were like killing it in like the 50s <laughs> Yeah, they were hooking up a, la- a, a Latin couple. dude and a white girl in the fucking fifties, bro, in black and white. She was funny. Yeah, I thought you were about to say she was fine. She was fine. She was fine too. She was hot. She Lucy was gorgeous. Was hot. So yeah. was he. He was handsome. He was a handsome Lucy. dude. Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's dope, man. I mean, it sucks about the addiction part, but everything else was like seemed uh you know. Kind spirited, you know, just having some fun. Yeah, yeah. Little fun. I remember those days in my house. They never got into drugs or alcohol, but you know, we used to party hard. You know, all the kids we downstairs playing like video games. All the parents be upstairs dancing, and blasting like either Persian music or because you know we're half Latino, so it'd be like it go from like salsa to like Persian music. I think Persians dig that anyway. Oh, they love it. They love it because like I I remember growing up, my parents would always put on the Gypsy Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Bamboleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a, that, that was in heavy they just rotation. They take that in. Yeah, dude. No, they they got down. <laughs> our our parents' generation definitely had more fun partying than uh, than our generation. Yeah. I noticed that too. I was trying to like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like talking with my sister and like I was like, yeah, man, I would love to be in a position where like, and also they always had their they had their own place pretty early. Like our generation, we all live with our parents or like we're paying rent. We're like our rooms are small as fuck. We got roommates. It's different now. Yeah, it's like a weird like the 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 economy has changed. Pe- it's harder for people to own. I was talking about this with my dad. Yeah, it was easier back in the eighties, late eighties, nineties, even early two thousands. They made it easy for for people to buy homes. You sure, can support your family. You can support your on, family on um, middle wage income. Yeah, those days are over. It's over bro. now. Like, over. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm coming from LA, and I'm I'm in my 30s now. I yeah. I really want to buy a condo. Yeah. I was talking to this with my dad, and I was like, Dad, I can't. Like you were my age, you had a condo, you had a business, you yeah. had this, you had that. I can't even afford any of that. None and he's of like, it. I know times are so different. Yeah. I need definitely like a co-signer. I need two incomes. I need this insane amount of credit because banks are scared now. Yeah. You know, and maybe the reason why people aren't partying is because life is more stressful. Life is definitely more stressful. Um, I just think that's not even like an active way of like li- like people would just ha- hang it. Like we're on our phones way more. Sure. We're not like in the moment. Yeah. There's not a lot of genuine like laugh. Mo- like, you know, like everything's like. People do go out to comedy clubs, but it's, you know. Yeah, but we're working. We don't get to, like... No, but I'm saying audience. They yeah. go, they go oh, out I for think, laughs. I think that's what's the biggest... Yeah, since, you know, people have... That's been a big increase in people going to shows. I mean, I don't remember. There's so many comedy clubs right now and so many comedians. It's crazy. Well, it's been a boom. It's but been a boom, But in the 90s, dude. it wasn't a boom. Yeah. I um, didn't even know. I didn't even watch stand-up when I was... I mean, I was 10. But I did. I, I had uh, Martin Lawrence's album. Did you like it? 
Uh-huh. Were you a fan? I was a fan. I loved it because he was so dirty. <laughs> I would listen to that in middle school. I'm like, guys, guys, come downstairs. Like yeah. when my parents were always partying upstairs. I'm like, listen, listen, let's listen to Martin Lawrence's album. You know he's from D.C., right? Oh, no, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's from, he started here. <laughs> him and Wanda Sykes. So funny. Maybe that's why I liked him. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, That's dope, man. So what, what year did you start stand-up? 2009. End of 2009. Wow. Yeah. So you've been at it for a while. Nine years. That's nuts. Doesn't mean anything, though. Why not? You just have to just keep getting good. Like, I didn't do it consecutively every year. Yeah. I just, you know, I really started more. But where'd you start in LA or Seattle? Seattle. Okay. Was it hard to break in in Seattle? No, it was really great scene. Oh, okay. Really great scene. I did it for two years in Seattle. Then I went to LA in 2012. And I was doing it in L.A. Seattle was really, really great. I mean, I wasn't doing any feature spots or anything. I was just getting up all, yeah. all the little spots around, like coffee shops, the the comedy clubs. I would do little spots here and there. That's so cool. Just honing whatever I could. I think that's great. It was fun. And, and what was so awesome was I got to meet the most amazing people. It was such a great little community. But what's crazy is I feel like comedy then to comedy now is so different and the people are so different. Tell me about it. What um, do you think? What's the biggest difference? The community is different. Mm. Now, now I honestly feel it's so clicky, like high school. Got it. Versus then it wasn't that case. I have some theories about that. Social media? No. What? Well... I could you can make the argument that um, it was like that here in Washington D.C. But also like the way I look at it, I don't know how Seattle was, but for in D.C. like when I started, it wasn't as um, big as it is now, and it was like very like mom and pop. Like there was only like three shows a week. Now there's like twenty shows a week, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more industry in Washington D.C. now. Like just for last was just holding auditions here uh, like a month ago. Comedy Central was here holding auditions for Cluster Fest. Um, you can get TV credits from being here. So I think like now it's more like business and like no one's like, it's not like a, and more competitive and more like uh, not as chill. Like back in the day, it was all like people just hanging out, having fun, being friends. Now everyone's just like, I just want to get my like my, my TV credit and bounce. That's true. Do you that think it's like that or no? Yeah, I think that always does play a factor because there's more pressure. When there's more pressure and competition, that people, yeah, the the energy is not as chill. Mm -hmm. But when you first start, you're not thinking about not at all. That's the thing. I think that's what it is. When I first started, I had no expectations. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was like that, but you didn't realize it was like that because everything was so innocent. Yeah, I think that's what it was. You know, just you're innocent. You're just here to have fun. It's comedy still fun. Comedy was fun. Was I fun. had no anxiety. I had no pressure because yeah, it was pure. It was pure. I didn't think of it as a career. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do this bar show and get a drink. How fun is this? And then I actually yeah. had friends. When was the friends when, when was come. yeah, when was the shift? When did you notice like a change? 3 4 years in? Yeah, probably. That's usually when you start to get stuff, and I was getting stuff. <laughs> it's crazy because when I ca- when I came to 2013, I would say I was I was already uh, I started featuring. Wow, four years in. Four years in, I was like the token like Middle Eastern female comic. That's All dope. these like you've done, and you did big shows. 
I was doing shows. I, I think Dean Obidala was one of the first people who took me on the road. He was looking for... The Axis of Evil guy? Axis of Evil guy. He needed a female feature. And I went to Portland. I went to San Francisco. And it was really cool. We did all these, like, gigs. And then... Um, and then it's just it was just like I was doing all these like random uh, random like Middle Eastern like events and gigs and it, it wasn't it was just it all I was the only girl but now I'm not the only girl yeah shout out to all the girls doing comedy yeah no I remember yeah you were the f- one of the first per- people I met while living in Los Angeles mm-hmm. it was like we had a nice little crew going yeah it was so a fun time fun. We, we hung out we went to Vancouver together because uh melissa opened up for my cousin max oh my gosh that was the first and that was like a year and a half in i was so how nerve-wracking was that i was so nervous i was like an esthetician but can i say it was so cool to see you on stage because i was like oh my god like i thought you were like a superhero oh my god please no i'm serious you know back then i was very innocent i was like oh my god this like this comedy was like such a like because i wasn't really exposed to comedy like that I had just like this it was like a brand new world to me and like just watching Max like slowly build up and blow up but like that was still in the beginning stages of everything so yeah. that was like his first like theater in Vancouver like four it was like 400 people maybe four or five hundred something like that it's it pretty was, it was a pretty big theater it was great and uh and then like Amir K was the feature he was great yeah he killed that weekend and then um yeah, hey, I remember I just remember all of it very like I, I was holding a camera backstage yeah. and I was like I won't like the energy was so crazy at one point i was like "Woo!" <laughs> and then max looked at me like dude relax and i was like sorry because the en- i don't know if you remember but the energy back it was like a big like yeah hype there was like a lot of like we had so much fun and then i remember us all going out afterwards yeah oh my gosh no it was it was a lot of good memories but see sometimes like you don't know like i'm sure if we interviewed max about it like he'd like maybe have his own stories about it because like we're like for you, you're the MC. That's an ex- it's your first time doing You're a year and a half in. Yeah. You're doing a big show. It's exciting, right? Totally. I'm a camera guy. I've never been in Vancouver in my life. I'm seeing, like, people who I get to hang out with do big shows. I'm like, wow, I'm a part of this thing. Yeah. I'm, like, a part of the circus. Like, and my friends and my cousin and my friends are performing yeah. for hundreds of people. I wonder I thought, what Amir thought. You I know? mean, he was probably, you know, he had, exactly. He probably had his, he was, like, in a different stage in his career, featured, probably had a different mentality. Right. You never know. You know, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's in different stages. But I, for us, you, you as a host, me as, like, a camera guy hanging out, exciting it's like oh my god this this is a, such a cool thing you know i still have that tape somewhere really i did 10 minutes i still have that tape somewhere that's fucking cool man yeah and i remember that memory. the footage was great and i actually wore a dress yeah i was like looking back i'm like mel you wore a dress dude but you were so excited you i were was like so excited, excited. I was like, and let it, me wear a dress and honestly like back <laughs> then like that was a huge deal you were like, and you said it recently, like, you're the first Iranian headliner. Yeah. You know, at comedy clubs right now. Yeah. That's like, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't know cool, that man. nine years I'm so later. proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Man, no, you don't understand, man. Like, it's so cool that you're in D.C. right now. We're, we're getting ready to do this show tomorrow, and you get to see kind of, like, what I built. Because, like, you'll see, like, I think, like, like, we did some spots last night at the D.C. Improv and Big Hunt. Which is like my home, like those are my home clubs. Yeah. But like tomorrow, you're gonna see like my audience. And yeah. It's like it's. 
they're all going to be like women. Martin, we love you. There'll be some of that. Take but, off your shirt. But they're going to throw their like. It's going to be a lot of people from like where I grew. Like it's just the the, the, the city and this city is so diverse. That's yeah, the thing. I love like, it. The city is so diverse. Really, so, it's so pretty here. I've only been two two days here. I love it, but I have to say I'm staying in a haunted Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, it's not. But and there'll be like uppity ghosts. Like, boo! Well, this isn't organic. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's not gluten free. Yeah. Why would you eat that in front of me? Are people really like that? I here? can't eat carbs. Are people like that here? Um, I mean, I, I mean, it it's not like it's, it's not like LA. But the menu. LA is like the it. mecca for like that type of like. I don't know. I saw it here. Like every menu was like GF. Well, like that's where I, that's where I. Or what the fuck? Yeah, that's where I go. I, I mean, we went to Busboy and Poets. It's like I just like the energy. It's just calm. I I need to be around calm stuff. Cause yeah. I get like I get like anxiety pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you so, get a lot of anxiety usually? Just because of the way I fun like, you know, like because we, it seems like ev- for me at least everything's always like go 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 go, and it has kind of become higher stakes. Everything like tomorrow's a big show because it's gonna be a lot of people. Yeah, you're and it's not even two, two Yeah, shows. but it's not just me. Like if it would be kind of cool, like to get to a level where like I just walk in and all the tickets are sold, and I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm actually like promoting you know like i've been pushing this so it's like all right people let's pack it out it's gonna be over 400 people listen i feel the same way i mean i have a show coming up in september and it's only one show yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm already nervous about it yeah yeah well and uh, that's why it's tough when like my dad's always like son you have to relax and enjoy your life you know yeah it's true but you also have to sell those tickets i'm like (laughs) dad you don't understand like it took me seven years to be like to to get the things I'm getting so I'm just like I just want to keep going mm-hmm. I'm like that like I know what you're saying you're right but like I'm giving I'm being given opportunities where I can't fuck it up because if you fuck it up you might not get these opportunities again yeah and he's like okay okay you are right <laughs> take it easy <laughs> don't kill me yeah my poor parents I feel so bad for them no they're just trying to make sure that you're on track that's no all. I know I just wish I didn't have to put them through this their child's a comedian. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish, you know, I could have had a more, like, secure life so they could just chill out, too. It must I be nerve-wracking for the parents to see their kids telling jokes and be like, oh, God. Damn. What does your siblings do? My uh, my brother works at um, Bank of America. He's a loan officer. Mm-hmm. And then my little sister, um, she works for, like, the D.C. housing department, but I think she's going to, she's not happy there. I think... It looks like she's going to, like, try to take over the ice cream truck business for my dad. Okay, so at least they can rely on the other siblings. That's the thing, man. I'm kind of, like, the sharpest one oh, in the really? family. Yeah, I'm, like, the... I've always been the overachiever in the family. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Overachievers. That's right. No, but seriously, yeah. I have al- I was the first one to go to college. I was the only one oh. to, like, finish college. Finished what high school. Like my what my college did you go to? University of Maryland. I was in the oh, business school. Yeah. It's like a really nice, it's a really like top ranked business school. I'm really like smart and I'm talented. I know. That's the thing. I don't, I don't think enough people realize. He's bragging. This is the bragging <laughs> part. I'm really smart. I featured for Mo Amar yeah. and this and that. Like my struggle is no struggle now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's exactly how I am all the time. That's my new thing where I like, I, uh, I am like, positive energy no that's good put it out into the universe 
Yeah, I think. That's I think a, a lot of times charm. comics always sell themselves short. I mean, it's a common thing. I do. I do that a lot. A lot of my friends do that too, and I'm always like surprised because I'm always like, dude, you do all the work. You you get up, you go to mics, you fucking hustle. Why wouldn't you try to do this part where you just like try to sell? You know what I mean? Like you did everything else except for trying to like owning what you've accomplished so far. Now there's a balance to it. You can become it. When I'm doing, it's kind of like joking. You know what I mean? But it's also like, no, I'm not really joking. It was like, yeah. Like I remember, like there's this one time, like a couple years ago, I had a show at the Draft House, and my poster was in the front, like one of this like six foot life size or like this, this big like poster with my face on it right right and uh a comedian and i was st- i was like standing next to it now because you know it was, it was exci- for me it was like that's exciting it's exciting right it was like the first time it was happening after she like a photo next to it no she was like huh, isn't that funny you're standing next to your your poster and i'm like and it was like and she, and she was with her friend and i was like is he's like is like do you is that him it's like, is that embarrassing? I think she said, is, is that embarrassing to be, like, standing next to your post? I'm like, no. Like, what? And I'm like, I'm actually very proud of my show. I told her like that. And then and there was, like, a guy friend next to her. I'm like, and it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm proud. It's one of the best shows in D.C. And this is, like, two years ago. Right. And then they got really quiet. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. Because I was like, I think a lot of times comics, um, Self-deprecate. Self-deprecate. And it's like this low self. And I, I I, deal with that too. But at the same time, I think like knowing your worth and your value. and But also putting in, when you work hard to get stuff, you should be able to enjoy it. How many times have you seen people like work so hard and they get stuff, but they can't enjoy it? Uh, a you, lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they work hard. They might get, it, it could be a TV credit. Yeah. It could be like a, a weekend hosting or fe- featuring. For me, it was featuring recently. For Tommy Davidson, it was my first feature weekend at DC Improv. It was like a month ago. Oh after, my God. After like six That's years. Six so years great. it took. Like I I haven't featured. That was a, you know, you work for six years to feature at the at a club that you, an A club. And you get it. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to post about it. I'm going to. It's a. It's Absolutely. A, other people might interpret it another way. But it's like, nah, dude, you got to. You got to. Um, you got to embrace it and Embrace be happy. it and enjoy it for yourself. That's what happens in a lot of these like big cities like. I know so many people they like just booked they'll not even like a small role it'll be like a guest starring recurring role on a TV show I'm like oh my god that's so amazing that's my favorite show and they'll be like yeah but um, I don't have my own show yeah it's like it's yeah are you kidding me I watch a show all the time and I know your character's name and this is so exciting Yeah, yeah but so here's my theory on that um, sometimes I think artists do it to protect themselves. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, car- like, uh, like, okay. Like people are like, oh my God, you're moving to like, I'm, you know, people, I'm telling people, people are coming up to me because I've announced I'm moving to LA. Like, oh my God, you're moving to Los Angeles. Dude, that's huge, man. Like you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be so, you're going to be big over there. You're going to be great. You're going to be so great. I'm like, aren't you excited? And I'm always like. Yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. Yeah, man, it's exciting, but it's also like for me, it's just like I'm going there trying to like manage my expectations and not be like, like you were saying, you're like I'm gonna go to LA and fuck take it over. Like, nah, dude, it's like you just gotta go and work and just be cool and basically do what you did in whatever city you're in, and just like keep your like just stay 
stay chill, but you're also starting from like you're building in another city. It's like it's going to be some growing pains. So I try to manage my expectations with that and not to be too hype. I think like artists sometimes they like try like if you do a like a theater, like you've done theaters, right? You've done big shows, right? Yeah. Thousand people, two thousand people sometimes. But not my own show, but yeah. I've but yeah, them. but you know what that feels like though, <laughs> yeah. to be on a high. Be like, Oh my god, this is amazing. But then like you do comedy long enough, you understand you're gonna be at a mic for ten people the oh, same yeah. way. You know what I mean? I so do that all the time. So it's like you have to kinda like you can't you can't it's like this weird balance you can't of like take that ego. Mentality. Yeah, you can't like act like your shit don't like yo, like things are great, but also stay balanced like it's not all the way i'm not the shit no you'll be fine there's so many people that move to la from all different cities yeah to pursue their um stand-up yeah so you'll you'll be fine and you already have a strong work ethic i think it's all about hard work and mm-hmm. um preparation which you've already do you're already doing that you know so you'll be fine like I, I in LA, like when I'm in town, I try to get up as much as I can. I'm putting in the preparation. Right. So when I go out of town, I know you know what I should be doing. You know, during the day, you're sending emails. You're not. You're doing. It's, yeah. It's it's not like a new thing that you have to discover. You already know what you're gonna be doing because you're already to it in DC. It's right. just a new zip code you're doing it in. Yeah. No, you're right. You know. So you'll be fine. Yeah. It's like if you were to move to New York. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> How sad was that? <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really, I'm really excited. Plus, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so funny to be able to bump into you. I mean, it, it's, it's, it is a big enough scene where you can maybe not um, see each other for a while. It's but true. It's, but it's also like... Don't worry, I'll bother you. I'll be like, Martin, where are you tonight? It's small circles, you know? I'm going to be wearing sunglasses indoors to be like... Wear my sunglasses that night. Yeah. So tell me about what you think about DC so far. You did Big Hunt. I did Big Hunt. You did DC Improv. DC Improv. I was trying to like, I was trying to tell Melissa like about the the rooms and how like, because the thing about DC right now, it's like, things are going so good in the city, but it's also like some of these rooms, like the Big Hunt is like the one of the best rooms we got in DC, and then the DC Improv is like the mecca, and like. I'm in a fortunate position to like get get her spot. But I was trying to like tell Melissa, my friend, for like eight years, like, yo, these are the spots. Got to You got to You got to do your thing because the comics, or I mean, not the comics, but the bookers, you want to get brought back and stuff. But it's like different because in like, I feel like DC rooms and LA rooms are like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's di- like you just gotta like it's like subtle differences. It's not like that different, but like, I mean, you saw the comics are like. I mean, cool. I mean, in particular, there's like definitely very sad comics last night at Big Hunt. Like, <laughs> it was like d- well, more depressing than well usual. Well, how do you think I transitioned? I thought it was great, but okay. do you think do you think if I do you think you would have been like that if I didn't say anything? I don't think. Yeah, honestly, I yeah, I think you would have done the same no, thing. No, because I'm used to I'm used to traveling everywhere. Yeah. And like I just gauge the audience. I see. Okay, there's a few bit of that, a few bit of that. Okay, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're, they're like, aliens. Yeah, you're right. You know? No, you're right. If I can perform in Iceland, yeah, I'll be fine. How was Iceland? Amazing. Oh, my God. You did, you've did. you done shows all over around the world. I did a European tour. Oh, my God. That will make you strong. And fearless. And fearless. I did a show in Germany where English was their second language. Yeah. 
Ja. Scheiße. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. I have an uncle in Germany. Uncle Bij- Uncle Bijan. Oh, Bij- There's a lot of Persians. Oh, dude, huge Persian population. I want to do. A sh- I want to go back to Germany. My favorite show though was in Ireland. Tell Ireland me. was the shit. Really? Oh, oh, Ireland, Ireland. Aye. You know what's really funny? So there's this comedy like venue above this bar mm-hmm. in Ireland, and yeah. it, it was jam packed. Everybody was going to this comedy venue. Yeah. So I did, you know, I did stand up there, and then afterwards we all drank, which was so much fun because I was like definitely drinking in Ireland. Yeah. I was like, give me the Guinness, and listen, you know the difference between guinness and irish guinness yeah, yeah, yeah. it li- first of all i'm not a beer drinker but right. me, i was with tanya uh, one of uh, my mutual friends with uh martin mm-hmm. um we weren't drinking for first two days any guinness because we're like we don't like beer we were right. getting tequilas and vodkas and then that night we're like okay i guess we'll try the guinness bro it tasted like what? chocolate milk it was that good <laughs> it just it just it just we were so mad at ourselves that we weren't drinking Guinness the whole time. Yeah. It was so delicious. It was chocolate milk. It was literally chocolate milk. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Got to go to Ireland. and. But let me tell you guys, it makes you gassy. <laughs> we were just like, mm, we got to fart. And then after the club, we were hungry. It was like 1.30 a.m. What was the show like? Oh my gosh! It was like all Irish people. All redheads in the audience. No, you think. Where are my redheads at? Make some noise. You know what's? I think it's a stereotype. It's not all redheads. Did you hook up with any Irish guys? I wish. Um, I love Irish. My one of my exes was Irish. Really? There's, there's a. You are so bad, Melissa. (laughs) It's there's sexiness. You know, Pierce Brosnan. He's Irish. They all look like that. I didn't know that. I thought he was English. He moved to London, London um, when he was like 17, he was a Mrs. Doubtfire guy? Mrs. Doubtfire guy. So a lot of them look like that. They're called Black Irish. Do you see how he has light eyes with black? Bl- it's called Black, but they're not black. Oh, okay. So it's called Black Irish. So they look pale mm-hmm. with the light eyes and the dark hair. Oh. That is the sexy, that is a Pierce Brosnan sex. You don't think I'm going to go back to Ireland? There were more guys than girls. I'm going Whoa. back to Ireland. So Is it expensive to go to Ireland? No, it's so cheap. Really? Martin, we're going to go to Ireland. I You're going to find yourself what's a, a What's a What's the Edinburgh? Where is that? That's Scotland. Oh, never mind. Oh, I want to do Scotland. But they're close. I want to go to Do Edinburgh? No, but what's funny was after the show, it was like really late and me and my friend were starving and the yeah. door guy was like, um, there's if you want to go, the only place that's open is this place called, um, uh, oh gosh, I don't know how to say it in Farsi, but it means olive in Farsi. Mm. I'm like, are you, t- are you telling us the only place that's open is a Persian restaurant in Dublin? Crazy. We went to a Persian restaurant at 1.30 a.m. in Dublin. The universe. I was like, y'all are racist. You knew. And me and Tanya were the only two Persians. In is Tanya does, does Tanya speak Farsi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's she she's lighter than you. Yeah. Very fair skin, and she's full Persian. And then what happened? Would you, would you go? To, what was it? You don't know the name of the place? It was called. How do you say olive in Farsi? Mm, olive. Oh, I forget. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know I don't speak Farsi. Oh yeah. 
You know that about well, me. Well, if you guys Google Translate, whatever olive is, that's yeah. what it meant. Uh, that's what the word was. I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm very sensitive about not speaking Farsi. That's okay. Yeah, I've had so much fun hanging out with you this past day. Good. I'm not just saying that. I really mean it. No, me too. Thank you. If it's like it's really um. It was really cool to be able to like show you the places I like. This is what I do stand up. This is what I tell the yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like m- my sister like coming to see me at my school. Yeah, it's like, really cool. Like He's like introducing like me to all his classmates. Like these are my. F- this is my friend Melissa. I've known her for eight years. Yeah, I'm saying that to everyone. Everybody, they're like, okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, bro. Eight years before I was even doing jokes. Yeah. Bro. Can you believe that? It's a bit, you know why it's a big deal to me? Because hmm. you know you have like your uh, before stand-up relationships and your like after. It's like before. St- it's like a. Yeah, I know. It's I like it's just too. you know what I mean. Like it's like oh shit, like he knows the real me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have that with a few friends. Because you met me when I was just like a kid. You're I was still like, a kid. I was like a baby. Yeah, you shave. You look like a child. Yeah, I should shave again soon. Yeah, you shave. When I go to LA, I'll shave so I can like piss off all the comedians. Who's this fucking new twenty-five-year-old moving to our town? I mean, you can tell. You could still tell people you're twenty-five. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, I'm so excited to move to LA and and start doing stand-up in a different city. I love your excitement because I live there and I'm hella not excited well, about that. Well, it's that I'm <laughs> sure it weird. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm gonna probably do another episode where I just talk about why I'm leaving, and I'm just tired. Of course, I'm worn out. I'm like, this is more like imagine like those two depressed guys we saw last night. Oh, my God. Seeing that shit like for seven years. You know what, though? I get worn out of uh, from L.A. And sometimes like late at nights when I get insomnia. Yeah. I go on Craigslist Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like where this is going. <laughs> go ahead. And I look up sublets. Yeah. I can't speak one zip of French. Sure. But I think like. What if? What if? What if, dude? And then I look up like jobs, and I'm like, what if I taught like English? You know, it's funny. I'm in a Facebook uh, French group, France group, yeah, for, for comedy shows. I'll add you to it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. In Paris? Yeah. Yeah. Should we go? I mean, you can go. I don't want to pay for flights. That's why I don't want to go. It's why are you on the group? Uh, I was like. Because I'm one of my, 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 my Persian friends who lives there saw me in D.C. I made, I made a friend. He saw me one night. He's name is, his name is Puya. And, um, it's a great name. He saw me. He's like, dude, if you ever want to come to France, I'll, 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 I'll put you on all the comedy spots ah. over there. And he added me to this group. And, um, yeah, I'm in this France comedy group. Did he say that it's okay if you don't speak French? Yeah, there's Engl- there's like tourist shows. Oh, my God. Puya can make my dreams come true. Well, yeah, he put me onto the com- his comedian friends in France, and then I'm in the and then the comedian helped me out. But it's like none of them are really paid. I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm not, I need to not, I need to like get some shit done in the United States before I like just go hang out in France. Yeah, but they may not be paid. But then you do those spots, and then you get one venue, and you pack it out. That's how you get paid. No, yeah, I I I know what you're saying. I'm gonna, I just gotta keep. Uh, I almost want to keep building in 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 uh, I want to f- do LA first. Get LA. I got DC. Things are great in DC. 400 people are coming tomorrow. I'm gonna go to LA. Be able to pack out shows in LA. Then go to New York. Be able to pack out shows in New York. Once I get those cities, 
maybe Chicago, Toronto. Then I can do the other places. I just want to knock out these these. There's certain cities that I need to do, that mm-hmm. I want to not just do. Doing is not doing on the same level I'm doing it here in DC. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want, I can headline the DC Improv. You know, whenever. And I'm so I'm trying to get to that level in fucking whatever uh, the other places. I don't know if you if you feel me on that. Yeah, I see what you mean. I just don't want. I can't pay for. I can't afford flights. That's really the thing. I can't afford flights. I feel you. Flights are expensive. Not not that much. I flew to. Um, it depends on when you go. You can get flights for around four hundred. Yeah, but then you gotta buy food and shelter. Yeah, food, shelter, but right? it's fucking Paris. Yeah, I get. No, no, you're right. No, no, you're right. I fucking want to move there. No, I. I want to find a Parisian man. It sounds like fun. I went on a date with a Parisian man. It kind of feels like we're in France right now. France, France. You know, we were we were <sighs> just walking around. Gosh, I want to go back. All right, I'm getting depressed thinking about it. What France? You've been there. I've been there twice. All right. You don't got to brag. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm an overachiever. Yeah, dude. You are an overachiever. That's why I want to go there. Cause the I first female Iranian to do the Overachievers podcast. No. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. That is cool. You're going to New York on Saturday. Going to New York. Are you? Ex- you've done New York before, right? I've done New York, but I haven't done like these little spots here and there. I've yeah. always done like random gigs one night, then I gotta bounce. Yeah, not the local New York. Not spots. the local New York not spots. Not the, the local New York spots. Then I'll be back again in October, featuring at Caroline's. Ooh ooh ooh! You know, living my best life. Living her best life. That's exciting. Yeah. Do you have a podcast? I'm I'm gonna get one soon. What's it gonna be called? Um, I'll let you know soon because it's in the works right now. I don't want to like spread it until it's like set, mm. you know. But um, I'm setting up a room with one of my friends in LA. It should be set up, you know, hopefully around the time. Yeah. That when I get there, I'm gonna set up my own podcasting. I'm gonna put out way more episodes than I've been doing. Yeah, like twice a week. Yeah, and this it's it, great. it needs to be videos. I want to do videos. Yeah, there's places that do that all too. Yeah, I'm gonna find. I might do it out of my own apartment once I start like you know finding which where I'm gonna live. But uh, just so it's like just convenient, and just have like comedians come over, buy them pizza or something. You know, make it a fun thing. Yeah. You know, just enjoy my life a little bit. Hopefully, I can like slow down in LA and just like enjoy a l- some of it, because. Uh, DC just got I was just like I gotta move out of my parents house This shit has been Seven years Yeah but he'll be, You've been saving money And now you're gonna spend All your money on rent in LA You're gonna yeah. love it you can, Are you gonna get a sublet Like a roommate So uh, yeah The beginning is gonna be a sublet Right First like probably Two three months Until I figure out What my days are gonna look like Right And then once I figure out What my days are like Then I'll sign a lease On like mm-hmm. a one bedroom Yeah I don't want to sign a, a lease until like I know what my days are like. What do you mean? Like, like subletting is anywhere between six to eight hundred for a room, right? For right. me, mm. if I'm gonna s- if I'm gonna sign a lease, it'll be anywhere between eleven to thirteen hundred a month. Oh, for a one bedroom? Yeah. Oh, it's not like that anymore. Oh really? Oh, I'm so sorry to breaking the news <laughs> to you. Maybe a studio. Yeah. I'll take a studio. Yeah, a studio you can get around thirteen hundred. Yeah, I can. T- I'll take that. Yeah, w- one bedrooms now minimum are sixteen hundred. 
Yeah, that's Things tough. have changed. That's tough. Yeah. 16 is tough. It is really tough. I'm in a good place because mine's is rent control. Mm. Mm-hmm. So rent control is like you're gonna like grandfathered in. Grandfathered in. What if I what if I hit up my old landlord up? You yeah, uh, you can always hit try and see what they talk. Yeah, about. try. Hit up. His name is Fred. You you lived in a good a- great area, close to everything. It was super nice. I love that area. I'm gonna see what I can do. You know what I'm saying? Just look out for your boy. Yeah. You remember me, Martin? No, he he he's a, we're friends on Facebook. He oh, like uh, he commented on my Tommy Davidson picture. Nice. Yeah, he was like still doing, th- still still yeah. He was he was like <laughs> still doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like that, but it's like in a nice way. Yeah, good not, for you. Not in a douchey Showing way. Showing it. Yeah, still going strong. I think that's what he said. Oh, now I'm gonna sweet. DM um, now that I just remember. I'm gonna make sure I message him. On Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can I get a lease for a year for? For the same rate. Yeah, it was from a, like a it few was, years. It was back? eleven. It was eleven hundred. All utilities included. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is like 2010 to 2012. Oh, wow. That, I mean, that was seven years ago. Yeah, that might be like 16, 1700. Maybe now. 14, 15, but still. That is great. We'll see what's up. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll hit them up. That would be amazing if that I get that. That would be so cool. It'd be cool. In that case, can you ask if they have another one bedroom? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? Can I, I mean, move into? That neighborhood is kind of cool. It is so cool. I like it. Next to little Ethiopia. Oh my god. And it's close to all the clubs. It is close, yeah. All right. Okay. Can we promote anything else that you got going on? Um, yeah, if anybody's gonna be in Seattle, I'm gonna be headlining uh Laughs Comedy Club in September, September fifth. Mm-hmm. I have all my dates all the way up until October on my website. If you just go to melcomedy yeah. dot com, uh you can, you know, Bam, everything's there. My Instagram is Mel Shoshahi. Uh, if you can't write that down because nobody knows how to spell my name, just go to my website, melcomedy.com. That's dope. And uh, this is very important to everyone listening to this today. Uh, our show with Melissa is going to be Friday, June 28th. So yes. by the time you listen to this, it might be Friday. Come out. This is going to be my last headlining show in D.C. before I move. And then July 10th, we're at the D.C. Improv, the Overachiever show. We're back with an all-new lineup. we got Chanel Ali. we got Matt Reif flying in from L.A., and then we have Sarome Russell closing it out. Um, I think Sarome's going to be, like, recording this for, like, uh, his own, like, special project. So everyone's going to bring their A game. Tickets are available at the DCimprov.com. Uh, tickets to my show Friday, June 28th at the Comedy Loft is available on my website, martinamini.com. Come check me out, man. I got, uh, I'm doing an hour. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of new material. Um, and yeah, just come say goodbye to me before I leave. Buy a t-shirt. Uh, I'm going to try to sell as many t-shirts as I can because, uh, that's what's going to help me pay the rent in LA. Yeah. Um, so it would mean a lot. Merch. Yeah, it would mean a lot. I mean, it, it, it does help. I'm not going to lie. Um, I could use a couple extra dollars to uh ease the transition if you know what i mm-hmm. mean you know so yeah those juices are expensive in la the juices are expensive mm-hmm. and uh, i might not get rent control yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you may have to find that apartment that's like only I'll, six you know yeah. sixteen hundred dollars i'll sublet you know for only if i can only sublet for a few months because i just went from a situation where i've been living with my dad and the roommates and i'm just tired i just need to be by myself mm. i'm just exhausted solidarity dude i just need to quiet mm-hmm. for like a, a long time yeah to re- you know re-energize re-energize I you know feel you on that because i know 
it'll take me four to five months to get things going. Maybe sooner, but I know it's going to take me like, but I know I'm going to get things going. Yeah. I have a, you know, I have a lot of confidence about that. I just don't know how yet, but well guys, that concludes today's episode. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.